I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome on in, everybody. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show kicks off right now. I'm coming to you from St. Louis, which is quite a lovely place. Going to be seeing a lot of you who are in the area tonight. Um, and we have much to discuss as we break into the news cycle today. Let me just give you a little bit of a, a little bit of a menu. We're doing news a la carte here. Many things to discuss. We have Elon Musk going to host presidential candidate RFK Jr. on Twitter. So the RFK Jr. phenomenon is not just disappearing and quite the opposite it feels like it's getting more momentum clay and i talked to you a bit about that yesterday we'll get into um more of it gavin newsom has uh threatened possible kidnapping charges uh against ron DeSantis, the governor of florida because of migrants who have been flown to sacramento california again democrats continue to show everybody that migrants are such a blessing wherever they end up that anyone who puts migrants in Democrat cities should be called out, shouted down, and maybe even prosecuted, which, as we all know, is completely nuts. Um, and then we also have uh, Eric Adams saying that he wants migrants to be housed in New York City in private homes or in private places Um and and meanwhile, uh, Clay, I know there's the live golf phenomenon that you are going to tell everybody about. I saw the headlines on this, and it was one of those, whew, it's Clay territory. So Clay's going to make sense of live golf is 
Do you want to just give us? We'll talk about this in the second hour. But like, what's the what's the twenty or thirty second pricey? Because I want to bring us back to New York City and the migrants and California and Newsom and DeSantis in a second. But live golf in the PGA. What do we need to know in brief? It's a monster story. I would bet that a huge percentage of our audience either plays or watches golf. One year ago, the Saudis backed a chief rival to the PGA, and now they are merging. And, Buck, what you need to know from a big-picture perspective, and we'll talk about this in the next hour, is everybody who's woke argued, how in the world could you ever partner with the Saudis? You can't do this. You can't leave and go to this rival league. And then the PGA Tour itself is now partnering with the Saudis. Uh, Trump is involved. There's all these different kind of sexy fascinating components we'll talk about it in the next hour but that news came down just in the last couple of hours probably some people listening to us right now like what they're merging yes it happened we'll talk about it in the next hour and you know there's something else clay before i even get us uh deeper into i think we all see and, and it's in the future it's down the line and it really we'll see how much it plays into this election cycle because i still don't believe although i will say the emails flying in Fast and furious from our listeners who are just they just refuse to believe Joe Biden's going to be the nominee. It's really interesting. I don't know if this is more a function of of the strength of that belief or a broader, a more broadly held position. But the audience, there are a lot of people listening who, you know, it's they just they don't buy it. They don't buy that Joe Biden's going to be the nominee. And we're still looking to see how that could change. I I'm putting my money. I'm, I got to come up with some kind of a bet for audience members here. I'm putting my money on it's still Joe. It's still Joe. Um, but we'll get into we'll get into more of that in, in just a moment here. I think it's interesting the Gavin Newsom, Ron DeSantis feud. This is even this is a state issue, obviously, even if it's not a presidential election issue. But we'll, we'll talk about it. But can I just do first because you pointed this out to me. I know that there's some part of us that always has to say, yeah, we all know the media is super biased, right, Clay? Yeah. But this was interesting. This is from Tom Elliott's uh, Twitter page. It's a montage, and it just shows you the difference between Joe Biden wiping out on stage and then flailing to get up and President Trump walking slowly, carefully. Play clip one. I don't blame him for tripping. There was a sandbag. So what? So what? It could have been Bernie, and we love Bernie. Does anything about this warrant the questions that, of course, we're seeing predictably in some quarters about his fitness for office? Not at all. I guess there was like a sandbag. Yeah. And Twitter and the right are going crazy. It's currently dominating Fox News primetime. It's the yeah. most important thing in the world. <laughs> President Trump was very self-conscious about that incident, and he yeah. was quite concerned about falling. He literally tiptoed down a ramp at, I believe this was West Point. More startling this week, Bruce Springsteen took a fall on stage, and he was on his uh, back for quite a bit longer than the president today. He is robust. He's robust mentally. He's robust physically. And uh, what happened to him today could have happened to anyone. Can we just say, Clay, without even trying to specify it, without even separating, we all know when they're talking about Biden versus when they're talking about Trump. This is impossible for them to justify because they tried every time. When Trump picked up a glass and his hand was shaking, as you heard on that clip, when Trump slowly walked down, in dress shoes, mind you, a sloping, wet ramp at West Point, 
And the and the, by the way, the general beside him was also walking gingerly down a wet ramp in dress shoes. Anybody who has ever walked anywhere, Buck, in dress shoes on a wet ramp, it's easy to bust your ass. Biden almost fell at the G7. He regularly falls going up the stairs and down the stairs on Air Force One. And this was a big fall, okay? Plus, it all adds up. Because remember, the data reflects now that two-thirds of Americans do not believe that Biden has the mental or physical wherewithal to be president of the United States. When you combine that with the fall, it is a monster story. And if we were ever going to talk about the 25th Amendment being invoked, and I don't like the idea of doing it, period, because it effectively wipes out actual presidential elections. But this would be the time to be having those discussions, Buck. When you add up, remember, Biden tried to talk to a dead congresswoman. Remember when he called out for Jackie? Where's Jackie? She's dead, unfortunately, Joe Biden. She's been dead for some time. He can't read off the teleprompter. You're 100% right, Buck. When you talk about they put those big aviator glasses on him to yep, try to keep to hide him from face. looking so befuddled. Uh, it's a ca- calculated move. I think the mask was a calculated move because it helped to defray from how old and decrepit and frankly dementia-laden he is. But they lie. They lie to you, and they just don't apply the same consistent standards, and I think it's important to call it out. I want to call out Whoopi Goldberg on the Biden fall issue. But before I do, can I say something? Because I caught this when I was doing my read-in for the show uh, this morning, Clay. You know, Senator Scott did a phenomenal job yesterday on The View. We played that that yep. big soundbite where he just he just goes into really the, the heart of the false narrative that the Democrats rely on for political power of the country is still so racist and we haven't made tremendous progress and race relations are going in the wrong direction, all this stuff. He totally shut that down. I think Joy Behar wasn't there. Yeah, wasn't Joy Behar the one who said this was it? This was a decision that I didn't pick up on initially. Joy Behar was the one who said that Senator Scott does not know what it is to be a black man in America. And yep. then they had Sonny Hostin conduct the interview with Senator Scott. So, you know, because initially I thought, well, the view, they're actually brave enough that, well, not brave enough to have the host on who said the thing that got all the attention. I don't know, do you you know why she, she refused was maybe... to come on, Buck, or do you think it was coincidental? Maybe she was on vacation and they had him on. Because it seems like a big story that she would call him out. He would call her out for wearing blackface yeah. on our show, and then she's not there for the interview? Uh, I, I think the producers, I think the execs made a decision that she would not be there, but they would have the other hosts have him on so they can seem like they were willing yeah. to deal with what what had been said on their show right i mean it's like if, if we're sitting here clay and you know we we call somebody out big time let's say let's say let's say you you call out some sports ball guy who's making too much money and is actually he's a bum he's not worth the big contract and then they have me sit there because you're out that day to interview him like that you know that doesn't count right i mean it's like you got to have the person who says the thing so i just i noticed that when i was looking at the clips this morning i said hold on a second there wasn't the the person who said the thing that got so much attention with with Senator uh, Scott was not there, right? So I I just noteworthy. They can tell us whatever they want about why why Joy Behar wasn't there. By the way, I'm not going to be here Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. We don't have anybody scheduled that I'm trying to avoid. 
right? Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and follow <laughs> yeah. that up. Because if for some reason the people are like, "Oh, it's awfully convenient," Clay's not here. Uh, I'm going to be at Blackberry Farms up in East Tennessee with my wife and two other couples on a little getaway for a couple of days. But I think you're right. I don't think I think either Joy Behar refused to go on because she felt like the show was being disloyal, which to me is a really interesting story, or producer said, "Hey." This is a bad look for you because you dressed up in blackface and told a black guy what he could believe. Maybe it's a good Monday for you to take off. Uh, I would like to know what the behind the scenes the negotiation and discussion here was. Now, maybe she's out the whole week and this is her vacation. Uh, but even then, I, if I were Joy Behar, I'd be like, this is going to make me look bad. I'd want to be. She there. was in the Hamptons. She couldn't make it in on this Monday. I think Can that's we what check? They would Can the us, staff you know? check? I don't know how you what time the views on. I think they're on around the same time as us. Will somebody check and see if the dumbest woman on television is back in her seat today, or uh, if she remains out? Because it would be very interesting if she just skipped Monday's show with Tim Scott. Yeah. She's there. And, you know, there there are. Times. She's there today. They said, "Buck, ooh, spicy." Oh, oh, come on. I think this is getting pretty obvious, everybody. If it wasn't obvious wow. enough before. How's that not a story? She's a not point. there. Thank you. Yeah, well, this is the, they tried just to do a little switch. They tried to do a little switch here. Oh, yeah, we'll have him on. We won't have Joy Behar there so he can say, excuse me, older white liberal lady. Why do I, meaning Tim Scott, not know what it is to be a black man in America today? Like, please explain further. They knew. They knew. They had to have a response from him but i mean am i team tell me if i'm wrong i don't believe she definitely wasn't in the soundbite yesterday i don't think she was on no, she I wasn't there she was there you're 100% right she segment. was not yeah. there and now she's Thank back you. today so they set her out for one day when tim scott yep. happens to be on the show so either this she is not an accident refused to come on buck or they told her hey we think it's best for you not to come on cuz he could retort at some point hey pipe down over there blackface let me tell you what actual black people think i mean which would have been can you imagine if that clip as viral as the one he had went it, it would have been even funnier yeah. if he'd asked where joy was on the show where's joy by the way she had a lot to say about me yeah she had a big lots of opinions last week miss miss behar all right but let, let's bring it back to um the biden discussion here just to finish this up for a second Sometimes there are arguments that libs have to make on TV that I just say, wow, I'm almost impressed by your willingness to suspend all rational thought. And it happens more and more regularly these days. Whoopi Goldberg here on Biden's fall. Here's what she had to say. Play two. The New York Times published an article called The Complicated Reality of Being America's Oldest President, which included Biden's recent fall at the Air Force Academy's graduation. I guess my question, if he's doing his job, if he's getting stuff done, what's the problem? Yeah, people fall down. I believe he tripped. What is this obsession? People are just, I mean, I've known old people all my life, and I've never seen this kind of obsession with, you know, people being old and what the what the hell what the hell because everybody's getting there well because whoopee we've never had a dementia patient yeah. as the president before it's, it's pretty straightforward really oh yeah and we need to come back and talk more about this too because actually i was young but ronald reagan's age i even remember as a young kid being a huge part of the narrative surrounding ronald reagan in other words Democrats attacked Reagan based on his age a great deal, and Reagan had to address it with Mondale, right, in 84. I'm paraphrasing, but he said, I won't use your youth and inexperience against you. Maybe we can find that clip. Yet there's always been a lot of talk about the age of the president.
This is a huge story. We've never had anyone remotely as old as Joe Biden. You're right. The amount of duplicity when it comes to some of these arguments, frankly, that's what I'm enjoying about this live and PGA golf merger is the degree to which um, it is calling out all of these woke imbeciles who were carrying the water for the PGA. Uh, but I got to tell you, malware is something you want to keep far away from your phone. If you don't know what malware is, it's corrupting software cyber hackers like to use to gain access to smartphones, computers, anything that has data on it, valuable data. When you click on a link from an unknown email or text message, you often allow malware on your device without realizing it. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Your personal info gets exposed so often, it can make it dangerously easy for a cybercriminal to steal your identity. Protecting your identity can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock will detect and alert you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. If you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now and save 25% off your first year with promo code CLAY. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, for 25% off. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Chalk up a win for Team Reality. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever. And it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, 
pick less. It's that easy. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured, and our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel the Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home, The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel the Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Yesterday we talked about Chris Sununu, current governor of New Hampshire, and the way that he announced that he was not going to be going after the 2024 uh, nomination in the Republican primary. Uh, He announced with both CNN and the Washington Post, and then he continued his tour of left-wing media outlets by going on with Jen Psaki on MSNBC. Now, we said, all these people hate us. They're not going to be friendly. They're not going to be fair. And not surprisingly, Jen Psaki tried to argue that Russia collusion happened in 2016. But I wanted to give credit to Chris Sununu for pushing back against that lie yesterday on MSNBC. Here's what it sounded like. You've all created a situation where God, what, what kind of planet are we on where Donald Trump has become the victim? Well, that's first of all, really I, think, I think we very... And so now we nobody know, believes it. Well, nobody believes it. We know, I have to stop you on there, because we know very clearly that Putin and the Kremlin did intervene in our election in order to try to help Donald Trump back in 2016. So we know that it's true. But you may think that they shouldn't engage in this as a messaging tool because it's not helpful to them. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah I don't, I'm not going to re, re- Relitigate, you know, the the Russian collusion nonsense that went on for two years. You don't need to relitigate. It's been litigated it by, right. by losing yeah, yeah, investigation. It's, it's nonsense. That's but now nobody, not buy, true, but nobody, buy, but nobody buys that any attack on Trump isn't anything but political. He, the but look, can look you at, believe that Jen Psaki is still trying to sell the Russia collusion lie live on MSNBC? And I oh, give yes. credit for Chris Sununu for saying that's not true. Yeah, the Democrat base still believes that. You notice yeah. the language that she uses. Uh, it's it's very specific that that Putin intervened in the election. What does that mean exactly? And what you'd find is that how it translates still to a large percentage of the Democrat base. You know, the same Democrats who go on TV to tell us all the time, you don't accept the results of elections. While they still live in this fantasy land about 2016, intervention in an election is so broad as to be meaningless. And this is a tactic of of propaganda. It's really a magnification error. Right. So what happens is, you know, I could take a I could take a bucket of, you know, boiling water and pour it into a swimming pool and say, I just can't change the temperature of the swimming pool. No, you didn't doesn't do anything it's way too big it's not noticeable it has no effect whatsoever what they're saying is because some russian bots uh bought some facebook ads or something i think they said it was what was it a hundred thousand dollars what they ended up finding which on facebook is you know 
nothing. That's um, so key. Did that change change the result of of the election in some capacity? I mean, that's it's outrageous. And you you also have to remember that this was all going on at a time when the FBI was actively trying to undermine a political candidate by investigating him for the very collusion that did not exist. But this is a fantasy that they will not let go because the fantasy of Russia collusion gives the libs the imaginary moral high ground because of the imaginary crime that was committed. Yeah, and 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 you're smart and astute to point out. Intervene. Well, thank you. The work that she's trying to use by using the word intervene there, right? Because intervened to most people out there implies, oh, you intervened in a significant way. What she's saying is Russia intervened in the 2016 election by spending roughly $100,000 on Facebook ads. Now, keep in mind, there were billions of dollars spent, billions of dollars spent by both candidates, Republicans, Democrats, all the political action committees, on the 2016 election. If Russia impacted the election in any way by the $100,000 they spent, it is the greatest $100,000 spent in the history of American political campaigns. Okay, The reality is that 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 is such a pinprick of spending. And I know a little bit about this because I ran a media company. You can't really influence anyone in any kind of significant way on Facebook by spending $100,000. You just can't. It's impossible. Um, and so what she is trying to do there is claim that it's collusion, first can, of all, which is still not true. Can, can but I, she's using the word intervene to try to make that a significant claim. Well, that's right. But a better way to put this, forget about my, my pool analogy. Um, think of this in terms of there is in every national election – and put aside everyone's feelings on 2020 for a second here, there's always some fraud. There's always some fraud that happens. Correct. Someone, and sometimes it's incidental, or meaning someone, you know, votes in the wrong, they vote in the wrong state, or they, you know, there's always some fraud. There are 150 million ballots that are cast. Is it right if I were to say, well, you know, we got three people indicted on double voting in the, you know, 2012 election. So that whole election doesn't count. That's effectively what they do with the Russia collusion lie. They find the basis for the most minor, the, the, the smallest possible thing. Or another version of this would be, you know, Clay, have you ever jaywalked? Be uh, honest. All the time. <laughs> all yeah. the time. Clay Travis, if I ran around, if someone ran around saying Clay Travis is a criminal, he's yeah. a criminal. I mean, it's in the most technical kind of way somewhat true, but it's a massive magnification distortion, a magnification error. And that's that's exactly what they do with Russia collusion. It's just it's Looney Tunes stuff. But they have not. If anyone thinks they've given it up, they have absolutely not given it up and they have not admitted they were wrong. Buck, it's funny you mentioned the jaywalking thing. Just by the way, all that's true. There used to be I don't know if he's still there. There used to be a cop on Capitol Hill. And there will be people who worked in Congress around the 2000 era. And I don't know how long he kept doing this. He was the most zealous jaywalking monitor that I've ever seen in my life. I was an intern on Capitol Hill when I went to GW undergrad. And the number of times that guy stopped me for jaywalking, right? And by the way, jaywalking is just there's nobody on the street at all. And you're going to cross the street to hop on the D.C. Metro or whatever. The number of times that guy stopped me. I bet he stopped me five or six times. Now, eventually went in the office. And I was like, hey, am I, am I crazy? Or 
is there a Capitol Hill police officer who goes after jaywalkers, the likes of which you have never seen before, and around 2000, 97 to 2000, I bet if you're on Capitol Hill and you're listening to us right now, you will be like, oh my God, I totally forgot about this guy. I've never seen a cop be that committed to keeping people from jaywalking, Buck. And well, you're I mean, lucky you I, weren't I, wearing a MAGA hat. He might have locked you up in the gulag. I, but, I mean, you know, yeah, Jan, Jan, when I see the Jan 6 prisoners, I'm like, there might be a history of Clay Travis jaywalking uh, violations from uh, around circa 97, 98, 99, uh, pre-turn of the century now, as they say it. Uh, but that guy was the greatest, most Looney Tunes jaywalking uh, cop that I've ever seen in my life. So, yes, there, there may be documented records of me being a jaywalker. I am, in that respect, a criminal. A smooth criminal, indeed, sir. So there you go. <laughs> Wasn't expecting the Michael Jackson reference. That's going to be a Media Matters headline later. Buck Sexton praises <laughs> deviant sexual assaulter Michael Jackson. An unprecedented attack upon American moral virtue. I, I, I do ask people sometimes. I'm like, do we do we just did we just decide we're not? Because sometimes I'll hear Michael Jackson songs at a party, and I'm like, is everyone okay with this, or where are we on this? Well, you know, everybody stopped R. Kelly. Uh, but I think that was a function of R. Kelly's music wasn't really that good. I don't think anybody's canceling mm-hmm. Michael Jackson. Uh, I, I still hear Michael Jackson all the time. It just didn't work. His music was, I always say, Buck, you're, as long as your talent exceeds your problems, you're okay, right? Michael Jackson's talent, even with the allegations against him, exceeded his problems. Also, he died before he was ever convicted of anything, which is, I think, also what others point to. Um, I watched that Finding Neverland doc. That was a tough watch. I'm not gonna lie. I couldn't get through it. Yeah, couldn't get through it. It was just because it was to, it was so hard to watch. I mean, it just was like I, I can't. And yeah. also, it feels unfair on some level, just uh, to me, when someone dies and they aren't able to defend themselves at all, and then you come back and just eviscerate them, and there isn't really anybody there to speak out in your favor. Um, that, that I watched it. If it's true, it's awful. Um, but uh, but man, that is a. Uh, 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 a scenario where I think his music's going to go on just because it's so good, irrespective of what the artist may have done in his past life. Eh, we'll see. I also think this is a, a tough question for the woke universe out there because pretty much every artist, if you go through every aspect of their life, whether it's literature, whether it's whether, you know painting, whether it's music, they have something pretty bad, right? Like it's hard yeah, to didn't like Picasso clean. drive two of his wives to suicide and was like abusive and horrible. Like, oh, I mean, you go yes. back, you look at a lot of yeah bad things. I mean, Van Gogh wasn't exactly a guy that you'd want to bring home uh, to mom and dad if you're uh, if you're out there in the dating universe, right? I mean, it's almost impossible to find artists who are completely clean, especially given the era in which we live in today. Uh, guess what? Getting exercise—it's hard. You got a lot going on, but I'm making time for it. I have a little bit of the soreness to, to prove it. Uh, and in particular, you know what I was doing this morning? I was boxing. Uh, and you know, when I box, I, I, I like to go, I, I go nine rounds, uh, 27 minutes straight. Don't take a break. But you know what happens? My shoulders actually, they kind of ache. Honestly, it's kind of embarrassing. Get into bed, lay there, roll over. And I'm like, man, this, this shoulder issue. I'm 44 now. I can feel it after I box for a while. Relief factor helps out. Helps out not only me, but also my wife, who is in far better shape than me. 
Uh, and we take advantage of this. 15-year scientific research treats aches, pains, elbow, hip, knee, head, uh, hand, back, neck, shoulder. Rush was a big ag- advocate of Relief Factor. And you know why? Because he spent a lot of time on the golf course. And we're getting a bunch of those DMs rolling in from the anti-golf people who used to come after Rush. And he said, I don't care. I love to golf. But he needed all the help he could get sometimes after you play 18 holes, walk all over the place. You can join the more than a million people who've purchased the Quick Start. Go to relieffactor.com right now. And you'll get a three-week Quick Start for only nineteen ninety-five. You can call 800-4-RELIEF to get that nineteen ninety-five. Three-week quick start developed for you at relieffactor.com. You can call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Stay current with what Clay and Buck are saying on TV. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day. Kicking off hour three of Clay and Buck right now, everybody. Thanks for rolling with us. A um, couple things we're going to get to this hour. Interesting. Uh, the Trump prediction about live golf and the PGA, that's getting a lot of play now, Clay. I see this. A prediction that our own Clay Travis also made last summer. A month summer. before Trump. Yeah. I give credit to Trump, but my prediction on Fox News was a full month before his prediction. Great minds um, can think alike, just FYI. I'm going to let you and the Trumpster uh, fight that out at the uh, 17th hole. That's up to you guys next time you're playing golf together. Um but uh, Trump is predicting as well, speaking of predictions, Hunter Biden will get charged with something small to make their strike on me look fair. I'm starting to think that some of Trump world is listening to the radio show here, buddy. But can I just say, for clarity's sake, before for, just settle with the victory, I can already see the victory dance. You know, he's about to start getting it going. I have always said that their plan is to do something that just means no jail, that, that the special treatment will be deferred prosecution, something that doesn't involve any prison time. That is the, if they go for prison time, I'm wrong. If, if, if Hunter spends time in prison, I, I miss this one. Um, so I think Trump is probably right on this, but do they feel they need that to balance it out, Clay? Well, Maggie Haberman of the New York Times is talking uh, about sources telling her in Trump world that Trump. Now, this is from the New York Times, so take it for what it's worth. But Maggie Haberman has had a lot of access to Trump and Trump world. That's just a fact that Trump expects that there will be federal charges against him in the Mar-a-Lago documents case, too. So what do you make of all of it? Yeah. We've said for a while that we think there are going to be charges against Trump. And some people get mad when we say we think there are going to be charges against Trump. Understand, this is not Buck and myself making decisions for the Department of Justice about whether or not to charge. This also is not us saying, by the way, Joe Biden's alleged crimes are far worse, right? We agree with all that. I'm just, I believe you referred to my prediction, and I don't know when I first made it, but it might have been a year ago, that... Hunter Biden would get charged, and it would be the fig leaf that allowed the Department of Justice to argue that Merrick Garland, that he would say whether you're the son of the president or the former president, nobody's above the law. And I'm not sure what the significance of the charges would be against Hunter. I think that Trump is right, and I think I've said I'm not saying they're going to try to lock the key and throw him away, right? Um, But... I believe, Buck, I'm correct. Again, we can go to the transcripts. I believe you said that was the equivalent of not just calling a home run, 
but calling a home run in the absolute upper deck of the stadium that you were going to plant the ball there. I think it's the way they're going to do it. And this is me trying to get inside of Merrick Garland's head. And if he is truly undertaking what is an unprecedented, in my opinion, unjustifiable expansion of political warfare that we've never seen in 200-plus years in this country to put try to put your chief political adversary in prison using the Department of Justice and the FBI to do so of the sitting American president, he and his mind, Buck, as a lawyer, has to convince himself that this is a justified action and that Trump's behavior is so egregious, it's worthy of doing so. But but he wouldn't have to think of this in terms of trade-offs. If no one's above the law, it doesn't matter whether this is done to Hunter Biden or not. If Trump broke the law, no one's above the law. So I don't see it as, as a, I, it's not a legal rationale, it's a political rationale masquerading as a legal you, rationale. Okay, which, it's it's a great point. And here's what I would say. I know a lot of lawyers who care desperately what other lawyers think about them. You know, you know how a profession sometimes judges itself uh, more aggressively than it does like the general public? There are lots of lawyers, and Merrick Garland as one, that want to be extremely esteemed by other members of the bar. And I think in his mind, again, this is me trying to get in Merrick Garland, the attorney general's mind, if he just charges Trump, it looks like he is just the hatchet man of Joe Biden. And I Can think I give he you- doesn't want that, Buck. I think he wants this idea of, I am an... He wanted to be a Supreme Court justice. All right, all right, he's above right, the hold, fray. Hold, hold this is his up. play. This is me inside of his I, head telling you what, what I think he's thinking. So I have, a very, I have a very different view of Merrick Garland, right? Uh, this is just based on his actions. I think Merrick Garland is the guy who was willing to go along with the parents at the teacher meetings, at the uh, school board meetings, are domestic terrorists and need to be investigated. I think Merrick Garland is a guy who is deeply embittered to this day because of the bet that really the Democrats gave to the Republicans, which is, you know, uh, or, or you know, Mitch McConnell decided that he wasn't going to get the up or down vote in the end of the Obama administration. And they figured, oh, fine, Merrick Garland, that was our moderate pick, which wasn't even true, just as an aside. Um, but when we have President Hillary, we're going to get a really great judge in there. And and he lost out. And I think he's bitter about that. So I, I don't know that he's somebody who at this point, I mean, even people, I'll tell you this, Andy McCarthy, our friend who comes on, uh, you all know him, Fox News, Southern District prosecutor for decades. He was a Merrick Garland's pretty, I, I talked about this many years ago. He's like, Merrick Garland's pretty close to being a moderate. If we got Andy on now, based on what he's done under the Biden administration, he'd say Merrick Garland is a hack. Okay. That's, that's you know, so I think things have changed. That, that that take, I get totally, Buck. And again, what I'm thinking is, Merrick Garland is, what is he, like 65? Uh, that's my guess. Staff can let us know exactly how old he is. My point on that is, he's not a young man who's got a long career. This is probably the last job that he's ever going to have. And so, in his mind, and again, this is me trying to get in Merrick Garland's mind. You guys out there may think this is crazy. I'm just telling you, having spent time around older lawyers... They start to think a great deal about their legacy. And the legacy is often defined by the precedents that they set that future attorney generals will look at, that future lawyers will study in law school, right? I think he is desperately concerned about what his legacy is. 
And if he ju- he's going to turn 71, he's even older than I thought. He's going to be yeah, 71 but, in November. But I, I also uh, charging, uh, charging the leading Republican presidential contender who's a former president and charging the sitting president's crackhead son is not the same thing. It's not in the same universe, even apart from, even apart from the crimes, even apart from everything else. So I don't understand. This doesn't, the, the argument of like, if he was sitting around with the fancy lawyers in the smoke filled room and he's like, see guys, I'm so even handed. That argument's preposterous, and I don't even think he really cares. It, it matters to him. And if he's 71, and this is the last job that he's ever going to have, if he's going to undertake a truly unprecedented act, I think he wants the fig leaf of, I applied justice evenly, whether it was the president's son or it was the president of the United States. And I'm telling you, that I think this is going to be his talking point. And if I'm wrong, and he's going to be totally partisan... Like, I yeah. think Trump's going to get charged, but I think he wants that fig leaf. I think that's also See, why they like the fact that Mike Pence had classified docs, Buck, because they're also going to say, and we're not just charging Trump because he's a Republican. Mike Pence is a Republican running for president. He had classified documents, well, too, but he handled it the right way. Double fig leaves. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they need fig leaves. I don't think he cares. I, 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 don't I don't understand. Cares. Let me, I so understand. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, hold, on. Yeah. hold on a second. Hold on a second. So the Mike Pence thing and the Joe Biden classified documents are effectively exactly the same. So no, no person would look at what happened. They had some some loose documents, you know, around that were not secure. That's classified. Those charges or rather those circumstances for charges are for all intents and purposes exactly the same. So it is impossible to even pretend that there's a rule of law if you're going to charge Mike Pence and not charge Joe Biden for it. They're not going to charge Trump for the documents. As we all know, the belief is, and by, maybe they don't charge him at all, we don't know. But people are, uh, people are thinking that it's going to be charges and it's going to be around obstruction of the documents. Now, assuming that that's true, they'll just say the obstruction is the problem, not not the rest of it. And I also just think, Clay, this has been building for a long time. It's remarkable when you think about how many Republican politicians have faced either investigation of a criminal nature or even uh, prosecution that's completely outrageous and obviously partisan. I mean, you go down the list. Chris Christie, who's running, remember Bridgegate? They got to lock him up. It's horrible what he did with the with the traffic jam. Scott Walker, the John Doe investigations. Rick Perry wanting to fire a prosecutor who was drunk driving. It's felony abuse of power. Um, uh, Bob McDonnell in Virginia when he was the governor, the Supreme Court had to say you can't actually just throw someone in prison because he was hanging out with somebody. Like that's not really a thing. Um, of course, Russia Trump collusion and all that with the special counsel. They have been building to this for over a decade. And and this this is actually a perfect transition. What is Gavin Newsom's fallback when he's uh, getting into this public spat with Ron DeSantis? Kidnapping charges. There have been a couple of flights, a couple of flights of migrants that have ended up in Sacramento, California. And the 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 governor of California has said openly now, I mean, this is the feud that is spilling out into uh, you know, into, into public view for everybody. The the headline here is Newsom threatens DeSantis with kidnapping charges over migrant flights to Sacramento. Clay, this has become completely normalized for Democrats now. Instead of Newsom saying, my policies are better than yours, it's 
Maybe we're going to try to extradite the governor of Florida to California under kidnapping charges. Also, offering someone a free ride is not kidnapping. Uh, this is you don't have to be a lawyer to get this one. This is crazy. Well, this is a uh, this is a preview of 2028. Gavin Newsom is obsessed fatal attraction style with Ron DeSantis. Like, go look at Gavin Newsom's Twitter feed. He is constantly responding to everything Ron DeSantis does. And maybe it's in the event that Biden doesn't run and in the event that something happens with Trump in charges and everybody expects that we're going to get Trump-Biden part two. But, Buck, in the event that we end up with something different than that, I think a DeSantis versus Newsom matchup is not out of the question. And and here, Buck, is a... We, I, upper deck. Here is a, a called shot, the likes of which you have not ever. Oh my gosh! Now right? he's going ready? into the parking lot Hold with on. this shot. Now, I'm he's gonna going tease into this. this. All right, I'm going to tease this. If I get this right, we got to think about what sort of payoff this would be. This is like hitting a parlay for those of you who are gamblers. This is like hitting a six-team parlay. I have got an incredible theory that I am going to share with you surrounding these allegations and criminal investigations and everything else on the next right. segment. And we're going to start we're going to start clipping all of these moments and we're going to start betting things. I don't know. Clay has to do the show with a mustache for 6 months instead of his beard. To be we're fair, to I nailed the live golf PGA thing. I'm just I'm just saying it's a good yeah, day but for I, me. Today. I didn't I, I you know, I didn't even that's, you know, there was no opposition to that one. I care less. I'm glad you nailed it, though. You did nail it. Although they're they're saying that Trump nailed it, Clay. So let's not let's not uh, forget. Trump is that a, Trump a great mind. It. Sometimes think alike, as we well know. There you go. All right, switching gears, folks. Look, I pay attention to important things out there, just like you do too. To the people making a difference, without stopping to ask for a lot of attention. There's a group of people that are part of a nationwide nonprofit organization by the name of Preborn. It's a network of clinics with caring people working to rescue the lives of babies. Each day, they save 200 babies from abortion by introducing moms to their beautiful unborn children. The way they do this is with a free ultrasound. And they also offer moms plenty of support and love and care. Because once a pregnant mom hears the heartbeat of her unborn baby, sees the precious life growing inside of her, a majority of the time, based on that experience, she's going to choose life for just $28.00. You can sponsor a life-saving ultrasound for an unborn child. Please support Preborn's efforts. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby to make a donation. That's pound 250, say baby. Or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. These are really good people we're helping with a godly mission, and they are saving the lives of unborn children. Please help if you can. Preborn.com slash buck. Sponsored by Preborn. From the front lines of truth, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. 
The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. He served our nation for over seven years before he was severely injured during training. He was paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers helped severely injured service members and first responders, as well as Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders. It's already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We're joined now. Cool guest. He's in our New York City studio. You can watch him, I believe, on video uh, if you are one of our VIP subscribers. Coach Bill Courtney, uh, who just launched a new podcast on iHeart called An Army of Normal Folks. He's also the subject, and I love this movie. Uh, some of you may have seen it. It won an Oscar in documentary, the documentary category, called Undefeated, author of Against the Grain. And I want to start, Coach, uh, with the movie Undefeated. For those of you out there who are looking for something that you might want to watch with your family, if you haven't seen this, uh, it's the story of Bill and a inner-city Memphis team uh, and their quest to try to win a state championship. And really, you see the degree to which, and this is why I was so fired up about COVID shutting down so many schools, a huge percentage of boys, and I know a lot of you out there listening know exactly what I'm talking about, and I want you to explain it for people who may not see it, uh, Coach. A huge percentage of boys out there, especially in inner cities, stay in school so they can play sports. I mean, that's just the truth. And you hope the light bulb's going to go off at some point. Basketball, football, whatever the sport is. Coach, what did you see 
and how important when that movie Undefeated came out, which won an Oscar and it's fabulous. And I encourage you guys all to watch it. How much does just playing a sport help to keep so many kids out there on the straight and narrow and even enrolled in school, period? Well, it's the hook. I mean, I can't tell you how many people have come to me and said, you know, I've tried to do this. I've tried to do that. How do, how do I reach this segment of people or this segment of people? And the answer is you got to have a hook. And the hook for me was football. And you're absolutely right. A lot of kids, obviously, they have it backwards. Um, they're not in school to play football. They're in school to learn. But the true candor is the football is the hook. And that hook gives you an opportunity to uh, reach them on things that will hopefully last long after football ends. Coach Bill, it's Buck. Thanks for uh, for being with us. Thanks um, for having me, Buck. So Clay has been it. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Clay has been educating me on this PGA Live merger. A lot of big headlines all across the Internet. Some people very, very fired up over this. What do you think? I mean, you're a guy who knows sports. What's going on? Uh, you know, um, I, I think it's a, a potpourri of gravy and mashed potatoes mixed up with egos that – God only knows what that's going to taste like when it's over with, frankly. I mean, it's a lot of money, a lot of ego, a lot of posturing. And, um, you know, I, <laughs> it's amazing. It's almost like politics, how people can sit there and tell one another how, how bad they don't like each other and how much they distrust each other and how evil one another are, and then somehow turn around and, uh, end up in a, in a bowl together. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I think, <laughs> I, I think people should check their egos at the door a little bit and, um, avoid some of what those guys are going through right now. And, and would you tell us what it, you launched a podcast on iHeart, uh, last month, an I, army I, actually, of normal actually folks. Actually today, guys, today. I'm I've been sorry. Work, yeah. I've been working on it for a year, actually. Um, doing interviews and all, but the first launch today on iHeart and it's, yeah, it's an army of normal folks and yeah, it kind of sounds goofy, but that is, um, in, in all of our urban areas, we drive around the cities and there's these exits or, or off ramps or viaducts where you, you really don't want your car to break down or you have a flat tire. And you kind of you kind of look over the edge of the viaduct as you pass by, and you think, "Man, somebody ought to do something about that one day." As you kind of peer down at the despair and the disenfranchisement, the poverty, um, and the brokenness that continues to plague our society and culture today, um, as if that sentiment matters. And um, I don't think the sentiment means a damn thing. Uh, frankly, I think you ought to tilt that rearview mirror about 30 degrees and look yourself in the face and say, you know, I ought to do something about that one day. I, I, I think government has proven woefully inadequate in caring for the most disadvantaged among us. I think it becomes paternalistic. I think we strip people of the dignity and value of hard work. And I think the more government, the worse. And, um, I, th I think you can say that, but you're hypocritical to say that if then you're not willing to get off your butt and go do something in your communities about things that, that, that you can, that you can do. And so, um, we've created this podcast called an army of normal folks and we are interviewing 
I, I just don't think the world's problems are going to be solved by fancy people on Fox and CNN using big words that nobody understands. I, I just, I, I think, I think we have a lot of dysfunction in DC. Um, and, uh, you know, I, 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 we have sought out average, normal folks who have done extraordinary things in their communities. And we're telling those stories and we're not telling those stories in a hallmark way with a pretty bow wrapped up on it. All of us have failures and inhibitions and goals and dreams and sadness and excitement in our life. And so we kind of unpack each of these individuals' worlds, where they came from and not why they did something good because they're so wonderful, but really what they overcame to be active in their communities and societies. And we tell those stories each week. And the idea is hopefully it's not only redemptive, but inspirational. And it motivates all of us to say, I don't care if we're right, left, black, white, green, blue, Christian, Jewish, agnostic, whatever. The one thing we all can do together is be an army of normal folks serving those in our community. Coach, last question for you. Your story, Undefeated, and I would encourage people to check out the podcast that iHeart's distributing, um, an army of normal folks. But you, the in, in the movie Undefeated, spent obviously a huge part of that story is Memphis. Right. What can you tell us about what's going on in the ground in Memphis right now? This show is number one, uh, I believe, in the Memphis area. Tons of people are listening there right now. Memphis has had a brutal past several years. Uh, your story was before covid um, several years before, but the struggles the city has been going through were certainly epitomized in that story. What is the city of Memphis like now, and what needs to happen in order for Memphis to get back to being a place that, uh, that, that frankly is safe and that allows as many kids as possible to have productive futures? Memphis is a cool place, first of all. I don't want to rail on Memphis. I mean, lots of culture, lots of history, um, music, Barbecue, FedEx World Headquarters is there, International Paper, AutoZone. Memphis has a lot going for it, but you're absolutely right. It has a lot going against it. And candidly, guys, I would love to, to be able to join you all for two hours and talk every political bit you guys can come up with. And I do listen to you, and I, you know, I, I love it. But what I'm about to say is really not very sexy, but it's just true. Um, and until we start educating our children, we are going to continue to have problems in our um, cities. And education is really not a sexy buzzword. It's it's not something that ever ticks in the top ten of of politicians' worlds when they're out campaigning. But it's just true. And the and the other truth to that is we all have a problem with it. Um, school boards are typically elected. Um, and so we have a problem with our school boards. We have a problem with our teachers and school unions. We have a problem with our parents. We have a problem with our administrators. We have a problem and we sit there and we see our city's tax bases dwindle because we continue not to graduate productive citizens that are adding to that tax base. And we see crime, uh, being committed by younger and younger and younger people that should be in high school or haven't been in high school, aren't learning anything. And we sit around and talk about what are we going to do? And meanwhile, we all are complicit in a really poorly educated public. 
And and, and until we get serious about taking care of our kids, uh, we're going to continue to uh, perpetuate generational poverty and crime. And I think Memphis is um, suffering from that, but I also think so do many metropolitan areas around our country, and it gets worse and worse until we get serious about it. Um, I, I fear um, we're going to continue to to suffer the consequences uh, of that inaction on our part. Coach Bill, thanks so much for being here. Uh, the podcast is out for everyone to check out. An army of normal folks uh, launched on iHeart today. It's out. Go check it out. Thanks, guys. Undefeated. Check that out, too, Buck. I think you and Carrie would even enjoy that. Uh, put it on the list. It's inspirational. You'll feel better when you watch it. If you got kids, it's one that it's an Oscar-winning documentary. Fabulously well done. Uh, some days, you have to dig deep for the energy you need, but where does that energy come from? Men's bodies? Testosterone's where it comes from. And if your body's not producing enough to meet the demand, you're feeling worn out long before the day is over. That's why you need to check out the company Chalk. C-H-O-Q. Their most popular daily supplement the male vitality stack specifically formulated to provide more energy and focus. Leading ingredient, guess what? It'll replenish 20% of the diminished testosterone levels in your body in just three months' time. One of many benefits that comes from the male vitality stack, you're going to feel a ton better as a result. I wish, frankly, we could ship just tons and tons of boxes to the Biden White House because I think a little bit more testosterone on 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue would make a big difference day to day. Uh, get online today, chalk.com, chok.com, website spelled chok.com, 35% off any chalk subscription when you use my name, Clay, in the purchase process. That's C L A Y, my name. Check out chalk.com, chok.com. Geek out with the guys on the Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast. A new episode every Sunday. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.